Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Dub D Dub Review Radio Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Malik, and uh, I'll briefly introduce my, uh, my my co-hosts, Pete Ponacorvo and Laura Fitzpatrick. But we appreciate you downloading our first episode. We know this is our first episode, and we're probably not very good, but I guarantee we're going to get better. But for our first show, we figured we'd start off slow, and, and we'd actually go around and introduce ourselves. So hopefully you'd make a connection and uh, make you want to listen to our, our, our additional episodes. So without me blabbering for the rest of the episode, let me have you meet my co-hosts, Pete and Laura. Uh, Laura? like to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Laura Fitzpatrick. Uh, my Twitter name is at DizLauraT. Um, I have been a lifelong Disney fan, like I'm sure many of you. My first trip was in 1997, and I was in third grade. And that was when the castle was half birthday cake and half gray. So some of the, oh. yeah, some of the castle picks that I have are, you know, Interesting, because half of the castle's pink and half of it's gray. Um, we stayed at Dixie Landings, which is now Borderlands Riverside. Um, one of my favorite memories on that trip was Maelstrom, which R.I.P. Maelstrom. <laughs> um, so, um, and then I went again in 2003, and um, we stayed at All Star Movies and had a great time. And um, then I didn't have another trip until. 2011 and that was my first adult trip and I made all the mistakes that a first time adult person would make. I stayed off site and spent all this money that I should have just spent when I should have stayed on site but that's besides the point. Um, and then in 2013 I took my first family trip in 10 years. My, my dad had had some health issues in 2010 and by 2013, my family just needed a big trip, and we went over the busiest week, um, New Year's week in 2013, and we had a great time with Fast Pass Plus and everything. Um, and then in between, well, between 2012 and now, I've taken over 15 trips. Um, another notable trip was last year, 2014, when I got engaged at the Brown Derby restaurant. And they pulled out all the stops. So I'm sure we can do an episode about that too. Special things to do in Disney. Um, and then last year I had, or last year, this year, July 13, 2015, I had my Disney fairy tale wedding in Epcot. So that was awesome as well. And I'm sure we can do another show about that too. Um, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I've got like five shows lined up yeah, already. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, um, and then. Um, in 2013, I became a Magic for Less travel agent. Um, I met the folks over there through the Be Our Guest podcast and um, got affiliated with them, and I've been doing that ever since, and planning trips for friends and family, and people found me on my Facebook page. In addition to that, I am an eighth grade language arts teacher in my hometown, full-time, so the Magic for Less is something I do on the side, and keeps me connected with Disney when I can't be in the world. So, um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. That, that's how I met you, too. The, the travel agent, yep. a couple, I, I don't know if you remember, yeah. Yeah, yep. contacted me about Disneyland. <laughs> so you're going to be the voice of knowledge for all my mistakes. You can correct oh, me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll do my best. 
<laughs> awesome. Awesome. Pete. Yes. Pete. Chris. Let me know. Yeah, what? tell me about yourself. Well, I am a uh, 38-year-old paramedic from the Chicago area. I've been married to my beautiful wife, Missy, for 16 years now. Um, I met Laura before she took the big family trip in 2013. Wow, I can't believe we've known each other as long as we have. It seems I like... remember our first meeting. <laughs> like, just not too long ago. Yeah. We were meeting for the first time at Outback. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I took my first trip. I was about 12 years old or so. Um, it's my mom, my brother, and myself. I... Made, we made all the mistakes that we couldn't afford to make. We stayed off site. We, uh, you know, rented the car, the whole nine yards. But it was a, a special trip for, for myself and my mom, my brother. So my love of Disney kind of started even a little bit before that. My, my parents used to have one of the Disney photo um, souvenir books from Disney World. They actually... Um, I believe honeymooned at Disney World when the only real option to stay at was the Polynesian. So my mom has stayed at my bucket list uh, resort, and I haven't yet. Does she have pictures, Pete? You know, I would have to ask her if she still has any of those. Cause my parents split up when I was uh, much younger than I am now. <laughs> but um, I actually honeymooned in Walt Disney World. Mm. I don't know if it was to the chagrin of my wife or if she was actually okay with it. She wouldn't make a decision. My mom said, I'm giving you your honeymoon for your wedding gift. And I said, well, my mom's paying and you won't make a call. So we're going to Disney World. <laughs> and we st we stayed at Coronado Springs on that trip. I've uh, done about five or six trips since then. I get down as often as I can, but... You know, my, my job is very rewarding, just not financially rewarding. So, but, um, <laughs> that's why we're doing our podcast, right? We can't get down there as much as we want. Exactly. But cool. I'm not the, uh, the pin collector that you are, Chris, but I do have a, a small collection that I, I cherish each on each one of. So if anybody out there is looking for some pin trades, let me know. You can catch me. I'm over at, at Magic Mouse Medic on Twitter. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, Pete. I I do have a lot of pins, but I can honestly say they're 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 mostly my kids. So, but it's my job to supply the kids so they can do the pin trading. So that's cool. So, well, let me just briefly give you a little bit about myself, and then uh, you know we can go forward. But I went a few times when I was a kid. It, I I can't remember. Clearly, and my mom tells me my, when my first trip was just a baby on a plane, and I have no memories of that. I do remember it was always a special occasion because we never flew, we always drove. And, well, you guys know it's 24 hours at least in a car. Right. So when you pack the whole family in a station wagon and you're traveling for 24 hours, it better be a really good destination. And it was. It always left a lasting memory on me. So uh, we went a few times till I was about 16, and it kind of fell off the map for me. I didn't go again until my honeymoon. Uh, and that was uh, when I was 24 years old. So I've been married now for 16 years. I'm I'm 40, mm -hmm. and we stayed actually we honeymooned at in Disney as well too. So we have the trifecta amongst yeah, the three of us. Actually, yeah. All right. 
But my place is closed down now. We stayed at the Disney Institute. Okay. So I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. I had a family friend who worked there at the time, so she got us a very nice rate, and we stayed there for about a week at the Disney Institute, and that was really awesome. But it was also really expensive, so we loved it, and we knew we wanted to come back more and more. But we also were very poor, so um, we're newly married. We we didn't have hardly anything, so uh, yeah, we we stayed away for a little bit of time. we did go back about every three or four years um, until we had kids. Uh, so we did manage to go a couple times, and we actually did take a trip to Disneyland Paris, though that truthfully, wa- yeah, that wasn't the like the, the highlight of the trip at that point. But in retrospect, I wish we had spent more time there. But yeah, I've, I've seen Disneyland Paris. Uh, I saw it, uh, let's see, it would have been about uh, December 27th, 28th. It wasn't quite New Year's, and it had passed Christmas time, so it was very beautiful back then. So I'm sure it still is now. Was it uh, Disneyland Paris at that point, or does, was it still back in the Euro Disney days? You know what? It just turned over to Disneyland Paris. Okay. So we we have plastic drink cups that we bought that we just started to work out of our regular rotation that I refuse to let go, even though the characters had all worn off. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they said Disneyland Paris on them. So, but once we had the kids, we decided we were going to go back and take the kids. So we m- made similar mistakes, but. Um, I have a problem in a sense that uh, my heart's too big as far as rescue dogs, so my house has always been jammed full of rescue dogs, and I had a hard time separating, oh, I can't leave the dogs, so we traveled down there and we stayed at a vacation home that took dogs for the first two visits. So, yeah, so we imported uh, my my twins and four basset hounds on van rides to Florida in a couple years. Yeah, there's a whole show on that. Yeah. It, there are some of the most insane experiences you'll ever imagine. Yeah. It's like more so, than one show. There's a backstory. <laughs> it's a huge backstory. <laughs> so we liked it, but we didn't get hooked. We only got hooked when my mother-in-law joined us for a vacation once, and we were staying off-site, and she was staying at Port Orleans Riverside, and she was staying in one of the mansions. My favorite, yep. Oh, and, and, and it was like, what am I missing? You know, I'm coming in from this vacation home, having to deal with I-4 and having to deal with the mess outside of it. And here she is, crossing the bus. Yeah, crossing the Sasagula River. And I I, I just looked at my wife and I said, I don't ever want to stay outside of this place again. But we didn't like the idea of staying in a hotel room for a week. You know, that gets old pretty quick. No no, no laundry and and really no kitchen. So um, you might see where this is going. So we took our... uh, we took our, our first Disney Vacation Club tour in 2010, and that was a huge commitment financially, and we couldn't do it. So we took the second tour in 2011, trying to convince ourselves, and again, we balked on it. But luckily, at that point, I don't know if you guys remember, we had a Doorway to Dreams location Woodfield. in Woodfield. Yeah. Yeah. That was you the first that? time Laura and I met. We we met up at Woodfield and went through the, the tour there. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I almost yeah. threw my life away until I came to <laughs> back to reality. <laughs> yeah. It it was awesome having it here. At the time, it was only one of four locations in the U.S. They had one at Disney World, Disneyland, New York, and, and, and Chicago. Um, but it was like having a little piece of like Disney World in your backyard. Exactly. Yep. You know, so we used to go. We used to make trips to the mall just to pin trade, just to kind of like be by it for 20 minutes at a time wow. it was it was it was that cool but anyways they hooked us in uh so yeah we we joined it in 2011 and and we've been going ever since um i can i, I think we'll be on our ninth trip coming up here in a few days we're going to go over christmas time 
Um, but but we loved it. And um, and in 2014, we loved being DVC members so much, we actually re-upped through the resale market. So we've got some points through direct and some points through resale. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, since that point, my poor three and a half year old's been brainwashed uh, in the Disney lifestyle. And I would prefer when to over- think of that as raising her properly, but if you want to call it brainwashing, whatever. You know what? I think yours is going to give me a less trouble, so I'm going to go with your There way. you go. Yep. So, if you come over and saw my house, you'd be astounded at what some would say is hoarding, but I say collecting <laughs> at this point. Collecting. <laughs> so, so, but uh, yeah, no, if you ever wanted to uh, talk to me or see more of the collection, my, you can follow me on, on Twitter. Um, at Disney Chicago is my Twitter handle, and I'm relatively new to Facebook. Uh, it's just Chris Malik on Facebook. But uh, the Dub D Dub Review, we we have a Twitter as well too. It's it's at Dub D Dub Review, and Facebook we have a Facebook page as well too, and we're going to start promoting that as well. But uh, for the first show, you know, I, I think we were more or less happy just to see all the parts work and do a little introduction in ourselves. We've got some really cool shows planned, and uh, you know, we at least we've we've got them on paper how we're going to go and, and 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 at least schedule the next bunch. And I'm super excited about it, and I, I'm I'm excited to have friends that will join me on this uh, this journey. So, yeah, I'm glad you invited me, Chris. Yeah, thanks for the invite. No problem. So, just as a teaser for the next show, uh, just so everyone understands, we're uh, we're taking one last hard look at the Osborne family spectacle of lights, and I know it's going away. Uh, we talked about that earlier uh, in a conversation off the air, you know. And but uh, we're going to take one good look at that and uh, talk about how we can save it, how we can improve it, and what we can do about it. So, uh, anyways, not, just for me, not for Peter, for Laura. I want to thank you all for downloading and listening. Uh, I appreciate it. Like I said, I know we're new, uh, but uh, we got a lot planned. We're 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 super passionate and super excited about it. And I want to thank you all for listening. Yeah.